Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And we have a really strange one for you today, Lindsay. I don't even know how to describe this one. It is quite a bit different than our typical episode, and the haunting is totally different. Oh, that's exciting. I love a good change up with things. So bring it on. <laughs> and how I've never heard of this, I do not know because I love legends and that kind of thing. This is really legend, a lot of it. Some of it is very true, but I think there's actually a lot of truth to this. We are going to talk about it. This is Your Haunted Holiday talking about the Witch of Yazoo, Mississippi. Today's story, Lindsay, is about the Witch of Yazoo, Mississippi. And what I do want to talk about is, you know, I don't know that she was actually a witch, right? This is back in like the 1800s when a lot of this went down. Who knows what they were thinking when they decided to call her a witch, right? Does that mean that she actually was a witch? If this person is legit, like she's obviously like a horrible individual, I mean, that we know based on the story that I'm getting ready to tell you. Okay. Well, is she actually a witch? I don't know. I lose. I use this term loosely. So when I tell the story, I'm going to use the term witch because that's what they say. But, you know, just know. I mean, we know how it's like back in the day. They call a lot of people witches for some ridiculous stuff. Right. Ex exactly. Remember the Salem witch trials? We talked about that in an episode. You know the history. You know, back then, people just made accusations that were unfounded. Absolutely. That happened all the time. So I just want to give it that preface before I get into this. Because this is a story that Yazoo, Mississippi is really known for. It is a very small, quaint town. The downtown looks almost like... Mayberry or something from that old show like it is not a, a huge place so the actual place that is haunted that we are going to talk about is Glenwood Cemetery where they say that this witch is actually buried to this mm -hmm. day but I'm going to talk about that later I want to talk about what happened in Yazoo Mississippi and essentially they are right off the Yazoo river apparently that's a river down there i didn't know geography is not my thing and there was a woman that was what they would describe as a hermit who was hideously ugly and like disgusting almost like scarecrow looking <laughs> okay really dramatic in their descriptions of how i mean this, this poor this like woman you know some people it's just unfortunate, you know, not everyone can control how they look, right? I mean, can you yes. imagine? Because you're ugly, you're being accused of of something. Well, I guess maybe I'm jumping ahead, but... That could be Go part of it. And that could just be part of the folk folklore of it as well, right? So mm -hmm. this hideous woman is living by the Wazoo River. 
And apparently men, and specifically fishermen that would go to the river, started disappearing in the town. And they didn't know what was up, but a lot of different rumors started swirling around about this woman that was a hermit living by the river. People thought that they had maybe seen her dancing on what looked like graves and saying incantations. And they were like, we think she's murdering people, essentially, (laughs) but we can't prove it. Okay. I mean, God forbid I lived back in like the 1800s and somebody caught me singing along to some music, dancing around in my kitchen, making some dinner. I mean, think about it. It could just be her letting loose and having a fun time. Yeah, I'm a total hermit and I'm like 37 years old. And back in the day, I would definitely be considered a witch. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. We would be, yeah, we would be doomed, Lisa. There's, there's no doubt. For sure. Now... Eventually, the sheriff decided to investigate it, and he showed up at this lady's cabin next to the river, and he found two dead fishermen that were apparently, like, hanging by the attic rafters of her home that they say she lured there and poisoned, potentially, with arsenic. Now, there is another version of events, and I think part of this this version, there is actually a fictionalized book that was later written by um, an author that is from this city, and he based a lot of his book based on these stories that he had heard about this Witch of Yazoo years before and in his account he said that this was actually discovered by a young man who was canoeing down the river and had heard the sound of these horrible moans coming from this cabin and he had heard the rumors about this lady and he decided oh my gosh I guess I should go over there and see what's going on crept up to her house looked through the window and saw these two dead fishermen scrambled left immediately notified the sheriff so that is another famous account of what they think happened to kind of lead the sheriff to go to her home and see if they could find evidence of these people being murdered so is it on record that he did find these dead bodies there is that a fact or is this you know or is this ultimately like lore It's a really good question, and I don't want to spoil it because it will semi-spoil the ending, but it's essentially folklore. However, there is a lot of reason to believe that this could have actually happened. This is something that has been handed down for generations in Yazoo, Mississippi, and there's an important reason for that, why it is not written down on paper that I am going to talk about a little bit later. Okay. So anyways, so this lady decides she's going to go running away from the sheriff. She goes through the swamplands in Mississippi. She is trying to get away. Eventually, when the sheriff and his men catch up to her, she has actually gotten stuck in quicksand. Hmm. Who knew that was real? It's a real thing. I saw this yeah. survival show years ago where Bear Grylls actually demonstrated how to get out of quicksand. How do you get out? You have to be calm. 
and you have to slowly wriggle yourself into a horizontal position and then you'll actually kind of like float a little bit because there's enough moisture in the sand that you will begin to to float but if you start to panic like you're just going to get stuck worse wow so listeners we're giving out survival advice as well in this episode so take note in the event that you ever land yourself in some quicksand unfortunately the witch of yazoo never got to watch that show that i watched with bear grills because by the time they got to her she was like halfway up her body stuck in quicksand some people even account that by the time they got to her the quicksand had gotten up to her neck so it was Mm. only like her head actually exposed at the time and apparently she yelled out because like she was i guess sinking rapidly and on the verge of getting ready to die she yelled to the sheriff in 20 years i will return and burn this town to the ground oh wow so she makes this claim or curse that they might call it Mm -hmm. and she proceeds to die in the quicksand which is actually kind of a feat i looked up like can you die in quicksand they say most people that die in quicksand it's not because they've actually like fully gone under because there is a lot of water in it so most people will eventually kind of float their way to the top of it it's usually because they get so stuck and like rising tides and swampland will actually cause them to drown in the actual water as the tide goes up Um, or as they start to sink maybe there's more water towards the surface so they they didn't pull her out of there no they i guess they couldn't pull her out of there or maybe they intended to do it that's kind of a good question i'm not really sure about that if they had the opportunity to save her in that moment or not but nonetheless she died in the swamp in the quicksand they did eventually pull her out of there the sheriff and his men got a bunch of sticks and pitchforks and stuff and dug her out of the quicksand and they ended up burying her in glenwood cemetery and what the sheriff did is they insisted i guess that they put these large iron chains around the edge of her grave that were super heavy and they were like there's no way these will ever break and they were doing it almost like a way to try to keep her from fulfilling her promise of burning this place to the ground This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. 
Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tingling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part. My services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. The haunting aspect of this story, Lindsay, is very different than what most of our haunts are like. Most of our haunts are like, you're going to hear footsteps in a hallway or maybe get tapped on the shoulder or smell cigar smoke or something like that. Right. This is not the same. So going back to how the first part of our story ended she was buried she had made this claim in 20 years i'm gonna burn this town to the ground well everybody kind of forgot about it in the city and they were Mm -hmm. like whatever that lady was crazy she was a murderer like eh, we're not gonna worry about it right well supposedly that lady was killed by the quicksand on may 25th 1884 On May 25th, 1904, a massive fire erupted in Wazoo City. Now, the fire is definitely something that absolutely happened. And it was a huge raging fire. Apparently, they were saying, the people that witnessed it, that it it became insanely windy. And it was just like having these huge flames just like shoot over houses like mat and just continue to spread and spread what's really strange about it is if you look back at the weather reports for that day it seems like it was really isolated because there is actually no report of any high winds that were in that area at the time so if they were it wasn't picked up on however they reported Mm -hmm. the weather back Mm -hmm. then and a lot of people thought that it almost looked like the flames were leaping at this witch's command like moving throughout the town pretty methodically that's crazy i mean when you think about the weather i mean maybe there's the potential that you could have like maybe somehow really large fires can change the atmosphere and and cause wind, right? I I have no freaking idea, but I imagine that there's the possibility that it could impact, you know, the the atmosphere right in that general vicinity, maybe. But I mean, gosh, what are the odds that, that this happens exactly 20 years to the day that this woman supposedly puts this curse out there? Right. And going back to what you asked earlier in the episode, which is, do we know that this lady actually existed and actually murdered these people? Well, the entire town pretty much was destroyed. So all of the public records of like criminal activity and things like that, they were all destroyed in this fire. So 
even if we did have proof of this and it was on record, we have absolutely no way of knowing that. Got it. That's incredible. It's folklore only because there was a fire that supposedly happened 20 years after this lady's death that destroyed the entire town. And so, I mean, it absolutely could have happened. And this is something that the whole town to this day continues to talk about. They talk about it almost like it was fact, especially back then when this fire happened. They were like, oh my gosh, remember that lady that died that cursed the town that was that fisherman murderer? (laughs) I mean, that's wild. I can't even imagine like that being a conversation, but... I mean, it, it makes sense if, if people were aware of this, this was out there, you know, people are going to certainly have the conversation, but it's just, remember that crazy lady that killed those fishermen? Didn't she say she was going to light this place on fire? I mean, I just, the idea of how those conversations went is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, in hindsight, it is funny. So she, this fire ended up destroying basically the whole town. It was like 200 residences almost all the businesses in the town it was 324 buildings total that were destroyed i think there was only two structures even left standing after this fire took place luckily there was no huge amount of loss of life i think only one person died from a, a structure falling on them due to the fire but talking about those conversations people had the day after this fire happens people are having those conversations like remember that crazy lady that said she was gonna burn this place to the ground and they decide let's go up to glenwood cemetery because we put these big iron chains around this person's grave that said they were gonna do this they actually go up to the cemetery now imagine doing that right like this is quite the leap like let's go up and look at those chains at that cemetery right right right? They go up to Glenwood Cemetery, they find her grave, and sure enough, the iron chain is broken in two. That's a message. So is that real? Can that be proven? Or is that also lore? That happened. That absolutely happened. And in fact, the reason I say that absolutely happened is because to this day, Lindsay, if you go up to this gravesite, those chains like break all the time and they are still these heavy iron chains that the town continues to place around this person's grave and on a regular basis they go up there the caretakers or whatever and they find that these chains have broken that's really interesting they need to watch out i mean my god like what's the purpose behind that i mean Definitely could be a physical flaw. I mean, I always go to that kind of thing first to debunk, but I mean, super interesting. Definitely different than what we'd normally talk about. Right. And on the city's official website, they even say that these chains are regularly found broken and we always have someone on hand to fix them on a regular basis. Like we are constantly sending people out there to go fix these chains. And I think it's because they're in fear 
that something else could happen because these chains keep breaking and they don't want something similar that happened in 1904, like that fire to wreak havoc on their town. Right. I would think if the city is spending money on repairing this on a regular basis, if it was just a physical defect in how it was designed or the materials, they would have figured that one out by now. So it does make me kind of lean to that's that's really strange. Or it could be people going up there and oh, that's true. bolt cutters or something, right? Right. Like, that's, that's a possibility. That's what I wonder because this is such a big legend. People go visit this this site every day. Mm-hmm. Are people messing with this grave site? Yeah, my head should have gone there first. I mean... <laughs> I don't know why I've got my mind mixed up on that, but yeah, that's the more obvious one, I think. But who knows? I mean, they need to set a camera up and see who's doing this. I agree. But that is the main haunting that happens here is those chains breaking on a regular basis. I feel like that's something that could totally be investigated. And Absolutely. I did find a couple videos where, you know, kind of paranormal investigators were going up there and it was very much just amateur investigators going to this Glenwood Cemetery in particularly looking for signs of the Witch of Yazoo. And sometimes they were picking up like EVPs and stuff like that. But I haven't seen any reports of like walking the grounds or anything Mm -hmm. like that although I'd be interested to hear if people are experiencing that because there wasn't a ton of information on that aspect of it now it is a large very historic old cemetery where people are have been buried there for hundreds of years so I would imagine I mean it's a cemetery so there's probably some other activity there but the main activity is these chains that's so interesting i would i would wonder what would happen if we you know went out there and did like a full investigation right like obviously set a camera up on the gravesite to see you know what's happening with the chains are these breaking on their own is this someone going in there and doing it and then also to see like would you get some activity you know if you went out there with like k2 meters and maybe a spirit box i mean i have a feeling you might you know just it may or may not even be the witch right it it could be one of the other people that are buried there but that would be kind of interesting to see if you could get some interaction yep i agree it would be pretty cool Glenwood Cemetery is a historic cemetery in Yazoo City, Mississippi. It is a historic site and people go there every day to get tours and visit different gravestones of, you know, famous people like like authors from the town and that kind of thing. But by far the most popular gravestone that people are looking for when they go to this cemetery is the witch. They are looking for the grave of the witch. And they even have like markers, like big signs that say like, witch's grave, that way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, it helps. (laughs) It does. And 
they have people there regularly that are dressed in period clothing that are working at this cemetery and they are providing tours and telling different stories about some of the other grave sites some of the other grave stories are actually very interesting in watching videos of some of these tours that take place here but of course the most interesting one is the grave of the witch and if you go to visityazoo.org they offer tours there now you have to actually call them to get a private tour but it is a public cemetery so you can also download a map of the cemetery itself and it will self-guide you to different notable locations here, as well as guide you to the witch's grave. So you can go on your own. Some days, I believe they offer a lot of those people dressed there in period clothing, that kind of thing. But from my understanding, it's a public place. Go, park, visit. I mean, if I go, I'm definitely going to be bringing my K2 meter and that some recording equipment and that kind of thing. I mean, I think it might be additionally haunted outside of the chain thing. I mean, she also did burn the city down to the ground, potentially. So maybe the most strong haunting we've ever encountered. I mean, there's a lot of threats that that occur by ghosts. And most of the time it's like, oh, I got a scratch mark. No, she came (laughs) back and she burned this place down. Well, it kind of reminds me of the Bell Witch. A little bit. There was a threat and like she was going to kill him and she did. She caused real physical damage to someone and you, well, it's different in the fact that, you know, the Bell Witch, you could hear her talking when she was no longer alive, right, on the earth, whereas this is a threat before she died. But still, it kind of reminds me of, of the Bell Witch. Yep. Well, everyone, if you are near Yazoo City, go check out Glenwood Cemetery. It sounds super interesting. And it also sounds like maybe it hasn't been investigated a whole lot. So definitely go out there and let us know if you're in the area if you guys have any experiences or if you've even been there reach out and let us know how it went and what to expect and if you guys had any any experiences you can always reach out to us at yourhauntedholiday.com click contact us and send us an email This week, I have a really great email from Michael, and he writes, Greetings, ladies. The Myrtles Plantation in St. Francisville, Louisiana should be on your radar. I spent a couple of nights there and will email my experience as well as a full body apparition I managed to capture. I'd recommend a two to three day trip minimally. Get to New Orleans, eat and drink in some really good places there, then take the drive up. It's a super cool and creepy place listed as one of the Smithsonian's most haunted places in the U.S. Great show. Keep on doing you. Regards, Michael. Awesome email, Michael. And it sounds like he's going to send us some more information about the full-bodied apparition that he did run across when he was there. But it's so cool to hear that someone saw a full-bodied apparition at the Myrtles Plantation. I wonder if it was Chloe. Oh, I mean, I mean, I wonder so much. So here's the thing, Michael, if you're if you're listening to this, we actually have an episode. It's one of our earlier episodes that we've ever done. So it might not be towards the top of your list. If you're looking on like Apple Podcasts, for instance, hit show all episodes, scroll down. That is actually episode six. So you got to go way back there. Um, but we cover all of the hauntings 
And, you know, our, for our listeners, if you're interested in listening to that one too, go back to episode six. It's a good one and it's a notorious place. The other thing, Elisa and I were actually planning on going there about a year ago. We had a trip planned with ourselves and our friend Megan. We were going to actually go to New Orleans, almost your exact suggestion, Michael, which is good to hear that we were planning it the right way because we were actually going to go to New Orleans, spend a few days there, um, eat just amazing food, have drinks. We were actually staying, planning on staying in a haunted hotel there, doing some different tours, and then driving to the Myrtles Plantation towards the end of the trip and having a night there. So, so we were extremely disappointed when we had to cancel because of COVID. So we're still trying to possibly get that rebooked sometime hopefully sometime this year or early next year. We're, we're just all excited to go and stay there. Thank you for your email. If you guys are interested in sending us an email like Michael did, like I said earlier, go to yourhauntedholiday.com, hit contact us, send us an email, recommend an episode, send us your personal ghost stories or experiences. Um, also, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you guys for listening to the show. Have a great week. Stay safe and healthy, everybody. 